Yet A, Kelvin here. Welcome to episode 16 of Res Metal Podcast. Yeah, I thought I'd bring back my intro song, Soulfly Ritual. So on this episode, I talked to four members of Under Exile, Franklin, Rylan, Trevor, and Malcolm. So Under Exile are a metal band from Shiprock, New Mexico, and have been around since 2013. They have two albums out, Self-Imposed Exile and Make Your Peace With It. Check out those albums if you haven't yet. Also, shout out to Ty Sociar for helping me create a new logo. Uh, check out his Instagram, uh, Ty Sociar, and his online store, uh, tysociart.bigcartel.com. So right now I'm just going to play a couple uh, sound clips from Under Exile's first two albums. This one's off of uh, Self-Imposed Exile, and it's called Downfall. Now I'm going to play a song off of Make Your Peace With It. This is, uh, the song's called Within, one of my favorites. This one I'm going to play now has a music video for it, so make your peace with it. So now here's my talk with Under Exile. All right, guys. Um, thanks for letting me do an interview with you guys. This Under Exile from Shiprock. Um, before we start, you guys, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm Kelvin. I've been doing this podcast just for fun for like the past two years. But um, you don't mind just like, you know, introducing yourself for people listening. I guess I'll go first. Um, so I'm Rylan uh, Benali, and uh, I play guitar, write a few of the songs, and um, I, I started uh, the band back in like 2011 with one of my friends. Yeah, yeah my name's uh, Franklin Yazi. I do vocals for the band and also do some of the manage management stuff as far as booking the shows and um kind of figuring out what pieces um or what um what people to use in, in regards to production and that kind of stuff so i i kind of run uh help source all of that kind of uh all that kind of ordeal yeah my name is uh trevor martin i'm the bass player the quote-unquote new bass player been in the band for i think about a year now I'll uh, write a little bit for the band and yeah. Yeah. Right. Trevor joined right before COVID. So he played one show with us and that was kind of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what was that last show? Where was that at? Uh, what was it? Was it not? It was an Albuquerque for sure, right? Yeah. I forgot what it was. It was, um, I just know it was at in Albuquerque at a venue called Eclipse. Oh yeah, Eclipse, that's what it was called. 
All right. Yeah, I think I would pay like four shows or something like that. <laughs> and then um, COVID happened. Yeah. Did you guys have some like shows lined up like before the pandemic hit? We had one really big one that was booked or that was uh, kind of in the talks. Um, it was supposed to be, um, we were supposed to be playing support for uh, Ginger and Attila co-headlining show with uh, volumes as support. It's huge. But um, yeah, that but COVID happened and fucked that all up. So kind of bummed about that. I think we had like a Mesa show too. Oh yeah, we had a we had another show in Mesa books. Um, I forgot where it was at exactly, but um, we kind of just wanted to. We kind of booked that one just to go ahead and get out to Arizona again um, and get to play with Graves of the Monuments, who are good friends of ours. Nice. Yeah, I was looking at the like Facebook photos, and yeah, you and. You, under exile graves of the monuments had a lot of shows with some pretty big bands so yeah we uh we, we try to um you know collaborate with different uh different bands that are in the i guess the, the local scene and try to build each other up as much as possible uh, we we tr we try not to be uh too um standoffish toward the other bands in the local scene I and mean, we all try to if you know, if we find a band that we like, or I find a band that I like, I try to. Um, if if the promoter's trying to find enough other support acts, I always throw those names out, and sometimes they'll, you know, sometimes they'll get thrown on. Nice. Yeah, it sounds like the scene out in the from where, where you guys are coming from, Shiprock, Farmington, Durango. It's pretty, uh, pretty close. Everyone works together. Would you guys say it's like that out there? Um, to an extent. Yeah. I mean, there's different, there's definitely different clicks in the, um, in the local scene. I mean, that's anywhere that you go though. And yeah, I think when, when we first started, um, a few bands kind of helped us out too. So, uh, one of them, one of the first ones was, um, signal 99. Um, they, they got us a few shows like in Durango, uh, a few other places. And, um, I think the name was, uh, lights on for safety who's like one of my brother's best friends um got a show a few shows in shiprock and um yeah just a couple other bands that helped us out with getting on a few shows in the beginning how uh how would you guys describe the shiprock scene when you guys started versus now um i mean right now i don't really think there's too much of a scene in shiprock um there used to be a couple a couple local venues there um one of them was called the mod which was kind of just uh right next is just kind of like in a little shopping type plaza with the laundry mat in it but uh you know bands would rent out a little spot in there and put on shows that i don't know if that's still a thing or um but that was kind of the one local venue there and i mean since you know so since covid i haven't or even you know like the year leading up to COVID, I haven't really seen any shows getting booked there in regards to metal. Um, recently, I think a lot of the stuff there has been with the uh, um, kind of the local rap scene in the Farmington Shiprock area. When we first started, there was, you know, we, we were booking shows. There were um, rock metal shows being booked there pretty frequently. I'd say there'd probably be about one or two, um, you know, every month or so. Um, but that kind of slowly started going away. I guess so the, when the band started uh, Rylan, uh how uh, how did you get in touch with all the members did you guys all like go to school together or you guys just kind of um, so yeah I actually um, it was I was in another band I barely got to like uh, seventh grade and um, I, don't, I don't even remember the band name but anyways um, this was when everyone was playing guitar so everyone wanted to be I, I kind of opted to be the drummer in that band because like uh, in actual school in uh, marching band i was playing percussion and everything so um but everyone wanted to play guitar no one was really writing anything back then and then um that's where i met one of my uh, best friends morgan um anyways we were the only ones that were actually like writing stuff and um so we just decided like yeah we'll just like 
do our own thing over here and um, write write some music. Um, so, anyways, yeah, we practice pretty frequently, like uh, at least two or three times a week at his place, um, writing songs. And then I think I went to another school um, about forty miles away, but on the weekends we'd still practice. And that's where I met our drummer Wyatt. This was in high school. I think around 20, 2011. Um, yeah, 2011, something like that. And uh, so, yeah, we had guitar, two guitarists and Wyatt as the drummer. And we started uh, getting a little more serious about writing music. Um, and I think we were kind of shopping around for bassists and vocalists. Uh, we had a, f a few of those. So um, a lot of them never showed up to practice. And... Um, we had one show booked in Bloomfield at Studio 18, and we had um, this other vocalist that was supposed to uh, perform with us. <laughs> he never showed up, um, and later he said, oh yeah, like, sorry, I missed the show. <laughs> um, but anyways, that show, we actually uh, just played like instrumental. That was our first show ever at Studio 18. Um, I, I thought we did pretty good. It was half original songs, half cover songs, and... Um, Anyways, after that, we were like seriously looking for a vocalist, and that's when um, Wyatt, the drummer, um, said, "Hey, I, I know this guy named Franklin that could um, come in and like." I think we were recording one of our first demos at the time, and he. Um, I, I think this is where you come in, Franklin. Oh yeah, so uh, <laughs> um, so Wyatt kind of just came over to my house one day. Um, he messaged me at some weird time, like nine thirty at night or something like that, um, asking if he could borrow a drum head uh, for his bass drum because me and Wyatt both played drums in middle school together, um, and we both kind of um, grew into the hobby of playing drums into high school. Um, less as far as the school band and more just kind of what we actually wanted to play. Um, but he needed, anyway, he needed a bass, bass drum head since, you know, we both played drums and he just kind of worded it very vaguely and said, um, you know, do you want to, would you be down to come, uh, come over to where we're recording tomorrow and help us record? And initially I thought, uh, you know, uh, he just needs help, like running, running the board or running the software because that's kind of, what I was experimenting with at the time. And I was posting some stuff on social media in that regard. Um, and when I showed up there, they kind of just said like, Oh, okay. You know, you're, you're down to do vocals and handed me the lyric sheet to, um, is this hate, which is on her, one of our first records. And I kind of just sat in the car or sat in my car the rest of the time that they were recording, um, figured out the phrasing for the song and then recorded it later that evening. So, little unexpected but you know it, it was it turned into uh you know it turned into definitely a fun interesting experience and i think uh, i kind of forgot um <laughs> um so the same time we uh, recruited wyatt around then we got eli who was our first bassist um i don't think he made it to the first show i, I think he he like let us know ahead of time that he was busy so we we're like yeah that's yeah, fine <laughs> um but yeah, uh, in high school around 2011, 2012, that's when we recruited um, Wyatt and Eli, and I think um, Franklin kind of came in around that time too. And uh, how did um, Malcolm, uh, how did the other two, Malcolm and Trevor, start or join? Um, so Malcolm joined, we kind of just needed a drummer. Um, I, I that kind of that time period in the band's kind of a little, a little hazy because we were kind of just picking up a lot of drummers, um, kind of on, you know, a show by show basis or just as necessary. Um, because our, our drummer, our original drummer, Wyatt enlisted in the Marines. So he was going to be gone for quite a while, but we still wanted to play shows. Um, so we were just kind of, you know, trying out different drummers and, um, Malcolm was one of the, uh, he was, we saw him playing drums in uh, Born of Winter um, and I think Ethnic Degeneration at the time. So we just asked, uh, you know, asked him if he wanted to, or I asked him if he was down to go ahead and play a couple shows with us because we were needing some shows for 
uh, or we were needing a drummer for a couple shows that were coming up. Um, he played those shows with us and, you know, he's stuck around since then. Yeah. Malcolm, how, to, how was it transitioning from those bands to, uh, under XO? Yeah, it's, uh, I kind of knew Franklin here and there. Um, you know, we played a few shows with them. Um, and I, I kind of been like watching them, you know, with the whole drummer situation. So, uh, around the time when he asked me, you know, I'd, I'd already started, you know, listening to their, uh, album. So it was really, um, like I'm, I'm really uh, accustomed to like learning songs a lot because uh, when we first started out with my first band, uh, we played a lot of covers and, you know, I, I had to learn songs from them. So, and then joining, um, the other band, Ethnic Degeneration, uh, I had to learn songs from them. So it was, it was more or less, uh, something I was getting used to, like, you know, learning songs and, uh, getting familiar with the material and, you know, with the, the guys in the other band. So, yeah, um, Johnny Under Exile, I think that, that was like one of my, um, I guess proudest moments because I started from scratch with their, their album, uh, learning that whole thing. And, you know, it was really fun, something new for me. Um, you know, the two bands that I play in, um, you know, were really, uh, I'd say like fast paced and, um, riff driven where with, uh, Under Exile, it's really, um, uh, how do I say it? Um, there's a lot more, uh, I guess, like musicianship as far as like guitars go. Um, you know, they're, they're great musicians. And um, <laughs> I didn't realize how young they were when I joined. But uh, when I joined, I was like, wow, I'm like, I'm like a grandpa to these guys. <laughs> or like a dad. <laughs> so, but it was, it was really, um, they were really cool. I, I remember the first practice um, I had with uh, uh, Rylan and um, Ramil. Um, they were really cool. You know, they're really uh, welcoming, and you know, they they just said, you know, whatever songs you know, you know, we'll, we'll throw those down. And um, so, so far, you know, it's been really great. Um, you know, especially like with the new material they've been working on, uh, I feel like I'm really comfortable. Uh, you know, going in and playing whatever they they think you know fits with the song. And then, Trevor, you're the newest member. How did you get recruited, or did you approach Under Exile to play? Uh, the way I got uh, asked was, um, well, it started because uh, me and Franklin, the vocalist, we, I guess we've been friends for since high school, and we known each other since, yeah, the beginning, and we were like the two few metalheads that were going to school at the time, and uh, I guess we both knew, just pacing off, giving each other music throughout those years, and Franklin asked me a couple times, like, hey, are you interested? And then I always kind of no, well, I was just busy at the time. Just kind of like, I can't really do it. I'm just not my, not, I can't do it because I'm just busy in my life right now. And, um, sure enough, I guess after high school, college era, college years, and then, um, he just asked me again. He's like, hey, we need a basis. Are you interested? And I was available. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So, got some gear and, um, first practice I had was at Malcolm's house and uh yeah everybody was there Franklin Ramil uh Rylan and yeah we just jammed and I uh had a couple songs tapped out from the to make your peace with it album and yeah I remember going in there I was really excited and just wondering what was going to happen and but uh everybody was really cool uh first time at uh, Malcolm, Rylan, and Ramil, they were really patient with me. They uh, taught me, because some of the, most of the songs were untapped, so they got to uh, teach me by, uh, they got to teach me by uh, hand, and sure enough, yeah, I kept practicing, practicing, and came up for a show, and it was like six, my first show, and it was successful, and yeah, it's been going to sense. Every day when I have my downtime, write a couple little licks and just record it real quick and just have something ready for the new material that we'll be coming out with soon. And yeah, I'm excited and yeah, I'm just ready to play more shows and yeah, make some music. You said that in high school, you, you were one of few metalheads. Where, where'd you go to high school? Uh, me and Franklin we went to high school at Novel Prep in Farmington, New Mexico. Oh yeah. yeah. Class of uh, 2015. <laughs> Rylan, did you also go to Naval Prep or Shiprock? Um, 
I actually went to Nabo Prep for like a week. Um, I didn't know that. But no, I went for a week because um, like my brother and sister went to Aztec and like um, we're, we're kind of like in a hard financial situation. So I ended up um, leaving Nabo Prep because there's a tuition fee you gotta you gotta pay. So I couldn't really um, stay there. So um, I ended up going to Aztec with my brother and sister and um yeah the main reason i left was because yeah the tuition and we weren't yeah. really in the best financial situation do they have a dorm out there in aztec yeah yeah so um i think it i forgot what it's called um i think it was called kinseal residential campus but anyways that that's where i met wyatt and eli um the wyatt the first drummer and eli the first bassist um we were kind of like um well, I guess I, I played guitar every day for a few hours after school, and um, I, Wyatt would always come around um, my section and like, just kind of listen, jam out a little bit, and so did Eli every now and then. And then, um, then Wyatt showed me a few videos of him drumming like at home, and he, he was actually really good back then. And I, I was surprised. Like, I think he said he started not too long ago, and he was playing like uh, Machine Head songs, and yeah, they're like pretty pretty close to the actual song so yeah that's that's how i met wyatt and how i like, asked him to be in the band <laughs> yeah how did you guys manage doing practicing back in with members in aztec and members at farmington Navajo Prep? um so um i think with me and wyatt we were like um practicing pretty much four three or four times a week in the band room in aztec high school um the band teachers there were like um pretty supportive too so like they said oh yeah go ahead to take the the drum set and guitar amp into the this like back office area where it was like kind of somewhat soundproof um so yeah we'd practice during lunch and um when i came back on the weekends i would practice with morgan uh with like guitar stuff and everything and i think yeah just the distance was uh i think we had to send franklin lyrics and then every now and then on the weekends we would like oh i think back then it was pretty much every weekend we would practice um at my yeah, place. When, yeah when we first started i think the first couple months we just were we just practiced on weekends exclusively um but i mean since since we were i think we all did symphonic band didn't we rylan uh, i think so yeah so and, pretty much all knew, and, uh, like, music theory and yeah so we were we were all kind of accustomed to practicing stuff individually and then coming together on occasion and practicing together because that's kind of pretty much what happens when you're playing in like a school band um you you learn you learn the sheet music and everything on your own you know on on your own and then you bring it all yeah. together how did your family uh take that like i guess you could start with with you uh rylan uh like were you, was your family okay with like you guys like going out doing shows in, in the area uh, yeah, so um, they actually were at roadies for a while, or pretty much, um, well, yeah, pretty much every show they were kind of our roadies. Um, so, yeah, my mom would, would, you know, like, oh, yeah, you're going to practice? Okay, yeah, I'll just, like, uh, go over here. Every now and then she'll pop in and, like, record us a little bit. And uh, she was pretty excited. Um, she um, always, like, she was always really supportive of, the music she would always like tell people about us and like hey this show's going on you guys should come and stuff like that um she would run our merch booth uh just like all all the things she did would kind of like help us a lot even paying for like some merch um in the beginning and recording stuff um and my brother and sister um they they helped us like um with some early artwork and um i think Towards the very beginning, like before Franklin came in, uh, my brother, we didn't have vocalists, so me and my brother kind of like on one of our very first demos actually um, tried to do vocals. <laughs> it sounded really bad, but um, <laughs> it, it was something to put out like the first few shows that we had. But, um, um, but yeah, no, my family's been like super, super supportive about everything. Um, even like my grandparents, they say, when's your next show? Or um, like some some of my extended family they're asking like hey when when's your next show are you guys writing anything new yet and, uh, they, they seem pretty excited about it and um 
but yeah, they they've been super supportive like, of everything I've been doing musically. I, I did get a chance to listen to the, the albums. The, your first album was the uh, self-imposed Exile. Well, to me, yeah, it sounds like a lot of like bands at the time. Uh, definitely like Lamb of God, Machine Head, and like Trivium. Were those some of the like big inspirations for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I, for for me, I don't know about everyone else in the band at the time, but for me, I, I really liked um, music that was like really riff driven. Every individual part would sound um, interesting, I guess, in a way, like by itself. So a lot of the time I was trying not to write any breakdowns because I thought um, a lot of people wrote breakdowns and kind of relied on that. And um, I was trying to focus more on melody and stuff like that in the guitars and then add some drums. I even, I think on the first song, Is This Hate, I, I was like, hey, so I'm going to leave this part open for like a little drum solo. So yeah, you can like... Um, write something there or just like improvise at a show and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like for me, my main inspirations were um, Avenged Sevenfold, which I, I still think is like one of my favorite bands. Um, Trivium, Machine Head, and um, those, are, those are the main three, I think, for me. Franklin, how did you get inspired vocally? Like, was there a certain vocalist or, I don't know, non-metal uh, inspirations for you, Franklin? Um... I mean, I, I, back then I listened to a lot of Lamb of God, um, a lot of Lamb of God and a lot of like early corn, um, like off of their um, self-titled album and life is peachy. Um, and I just kind of, I, I really enjoyed Randy's vocals, especially on the early stuff, even like going into his stuff with burn the priest. Um, and I, you know, I just heard that one day or I was listening to that one day. And I was like, Hey, I kind of want to, I want to try that and just kind of figured out how to do it. Um, and then just kind of, you know, progressively, uh, progressively started adding more influences as I got more into doing vocals. Um, like recently I've been really, um, really into bands like sign of the signs of the swarm, Lorna shore slaughter to prevail. Um, and just kind of mimicking those kind of vocal styles and figuring out different techniques and that kind of deal. I, I did get a chance to listen to the, the new song convalescence. And, um, I don't know if this is accurate, but it kind of almost sounds like it's like the, the flow of the lyrics is like faster and almost like, um, rap or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like the, the words yeah. are really like move fast. I was like, well, was yeah, that, that was kind of uh, that was Attila, Attila inspired, inspired. Um, Attila is also a band that I've got into recently. Once they uh, are a band that I got more into when they dropped uh, the recent, their most recent album villain. Um, and I really, I really like the fast, uh, fast vocal style. And that's something that I was kind of, I was kind of interested in listening to um, white chapel, um, some of their newer stuff with, um, Phil, Phil Bozeman, right? He's the vocalist. Yeah. 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 I got sick. Yeah. But yeah, going back to like that, yeah, that first album, self-imposed exile, um, like you guys did a lot of shows in the, like the Farmington area. What were some of the places that you saw you guys got a really good like reaction or a really good response? Was it more kind of like the hometown or was there like a certain venue or place that really, you guys really got like a good, a good response? Um, I, th I think like once we started doing top deck shows, um, top deck was like one of the main ones that we, um, had, uh, really, really like, um, intense crowd participation. So like they would be moshing and like, uh, doing, um, I think we, a few times we got them to do the wall of death <laughs> a few times. Yeah. Um, and another one for me was, uh, Gallup at one of the, um, Navo Nation, Sports center. I think, yeah, the sports center. I think it was with Mushroomhead. Yeah, uh, that one. And even that even one was Sunshine was pretty rowdy. Yeah, um, but towards the beginning, I think it was mostly Gallup and Farmington, and then I think Shiprock was. Um, they, they were they were good too. It's just um, there were smaller spaces, so we couldn't like have too much. And the stage was usually like ground level, so like you know can it get too rowdy i guess yeah did you guys play like shiprock fair because i remember like usually they have like bands like under the tent that play at shiprock fair we did that a couple times yeah we i think that was that was mostly like chuck's influence wasn't it rylan 
yeah yeah um i would ask him like if there's any shows we could hop on and like he i think he usually um played a show in, in shiprock a few times around like the, the fair time so um yeah he he got us on a few of those and um i think i don't know if it, i don't know who booked it but um we got into this like battle of the bands at the fair too that's yeah, like that's an battle of the bands <laughs> oh it was okay um but we, we won. Playing, we won. <laughs> um but yeah it, it was like a bunch of like um cowboys and everything in the crowd and a, a lot of them like while we were playing would shake their head and like walk out <laughs> and, um i don't know i was we, we actually had a was, decent amount of people hang around though at the same yeah, time yeah we had we people had walking by would just kind of stop and watch us yeah they'd like uh slowly like come in like uh gradually and um we kind of like took over that uh, country battle of the bands but it was it was pretty fun doing that one and we won first place (laughs) (laughs) yeah some of the the country i think honestly the country the cowboy they're they're more rowdier than the like at least with metal you know when people like fall or if someone's hurt at least seems like with metal people like help each other out but uh actually when i was living in phoenix there was a show of the band havoc the thrash band havoc um was playing and then right next door was uh state line and i would just kind of walk in between each show just because it was i i had tickets for both and dude there's like fights breaking out at the state line show i saw like like ladies getting in fights and pulling their hair i was like whoa this is this is much i felt safer in the havoc metal show <laughs> i think there was there was another show that that happened at where it was at Wonder Rock Sports Center, and then right across the street, it was either State Line or Aces Wild playing or something like that. And I think at one point I walked out, and there was cops at the uh, Aces Wild, or just, you know, the country show that was happening. And I was just like, huh, I forgot who was, I forgot who we were playing with, but I know, I know there were two shows happening right across from each other. You guys saw because uh, 2015 was self-imposed exile. Yeah. Okay, and then 2017 was uh, Make Your Peace with It right yeah that that that, i really really like the make your peace with it just um yeah just musically and vocally lyrically is i don't know that one really stood out i just kind of listened to it over and over again over the past week yeah make your peace with it was definitely more of a cohesive effort i think self-imposed exile is a lot of different ideas coming together like i think rylan rylan wrote four of the songs by himself a couple of them were written by um um morgan and then a couple of them were written by our drummer um so so yeah um most of the me and morgan kind of like um half and half of the guitar stuff and like collaborated every now and then and um i also worked on like um i think four songs with wyatt um so like one of them i think it was called uh sorry i can't i can't remember the names right now but um um downfall downfall it was um downfall i think why it was we were in the in the dorm this is like uh, sometime after study hall he was um he was playing my guitar because i had to go to stream and then i came back and he was like playing like a random little um like diddle or something like that and then i like kind of like a little bit of heard heard something in there like maybe if i change like a little things in there i could um like make something out of that and that's what um the intro and like main riff of downfall came as like that little um like yeah (laughs) um but yeah that came like the main riff and then um yeah so um a lot of that was with um wyatt in the dorms writing that one and then every now and then like i'd work with morgan on the weekends like writing more stuff but um yeah we kind of um i kind of went back and forth between those two and helping me write yeah, Rylan's kind of the mastermind as far as putting everything together. But, and then uh, I think a lot of the lyrics for Self-Imposed Exile were already written before I even joined, so. What, I think Wyatt wrote a good amount of those lyrics and then yeah. Morgan wrote some of those too. Yeah, yeah, um, He, I think he wrote lyrics for all of his songs and I'm not really a good lyricist, so I left, I left it to like other people. <laughs> yeah, and then on... Uh, on make your peace with it i wrote all of those lyrics so um within i, I wrote uh, 
you you help you help co-write that one i think yeah yeah yeah. that one i kind of i think i wrote the chorus and then i was like yeah it's just like this is the general idea of the song and, yeah um like the verses and everything like yeah just go ahead <laughs> yeah 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 with the verses and every uh i think with the verses on that song that was something i came up with while doing a couple um well you know just i think a lot a lot of that stuff was kind of uh not not rushed but i kind of just wrote stuff down because i needed to record that day <laughs> and so i kind of winged it but it came out pretty okay um, I'm, i think within within and sirens were both the last songs were the last songs that i was having trouble writing and i kind of just had to just had to come up with something so yeah yeah within's probably one of my favorites it's just really groovy really like you know you can like just bounce your head to it and yeah it's cool it reminds me of like old uh like old trivium like that embers to inferno trivium album it's really really cool and then Ble i like bleed bleed is really the last song that, that i like i like that one too yeah. so um for within i think that one um so sirens and within were supposed to be like uh one song um but um i think we separated just because it was running to like what seven eight minutes or something like that yeah uh, i don't know i i really like longer songs that are um 10 minute or nine minute songs but um um yeah we we separated those and i think for bleed that one was like one of the only songs we actually wrote with a um with like the whole band there so like um i think i think, I think make your, i think this i think make your peace with it was written like as a band too like the song so make, make your peace with it, it um yeah yeah um me and ramil uh i guess we're like hey we gotta like write some stuff because we're gonna record soon so um we gotta like i think i went to his place around like eight and i didn't come back home until like um 5 a.m or something like that uh, so we got like guitars done on that one and then um i think we like had everyone like collaborate to like hey um so so i think we were kind of separated still so like other people living in separate places and then um uh we had everyone come to practice like I think around then we were practicing every now and then, like as much as as much as we could. But um, it was like once or twice a month, I think. But anyways, um, we all came together and like um, started writing um, more of the lyrics and like piecing things together. Like I think that night that me and Ramil did that, we just did like the riffs, and um, yeah, everything else kind of like happened a little um, later altogether. Yeah, that kind of happened like at Ryan's house, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, mo mostly in Shiprock. <laughs> yeah, Shiprock's like the home base for you guys. Yeah. 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 Get that official energy. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm in Fort Fort Defiance. I, I go there every now and then just because um, I know they just opened up that skate park, so I'll go check out their skate park. It's it's kind of nice. Um, it seems like it's more for like. Uh, more for like beginner skateboarders but um yeah every now and then i'll check it out and then with I, I know the flea markets are just opening back up too so definitely need to get back out there i have a bunch of like old cds that i, I need to sell I, i'm a i'm a music hoarder i collect a lot of like cds and records so i need to offload it do you collect vinyls yeah yeah oh, okay nice we've been thinking about doing some vinyls but it's expensive yeah yeah i mean um i would say probably very limited like probably 50 or something like that yeah like 25. 50 would be a good number just because uh, then you know you know it's like you know people that are you know like diehard will, will get it um plus it's more i think they're more like collector's items too just because like i'll listen to them but sometimes they're so rare like i have um i have like the slipknot iowa vinyl uh, I looked it up on like the Discogs site. It's like worth like 200, 250 bucks. So I'm like, I'm not even trying to pull it out that much. And actually <laughs> I bought a bunch of Slipknot vinyl from Gallup Flea Market. Um, the, there was a, I, I felt kind of bad too. Cause like it was like a, someone that was selling it. It sounded like they really needed money and they were charging me like, like 30 bucks or something for three vinyls. And then I, I talked them down to like, like 20 bucks well yeah it's uh i just i just have a lot of stuff i need to i need to get rid of especially like moving when you move yeah you just belongings just kind of like weigh you down and 
back to the, when you guys put out um, Make Your Peace With It, it seems like you guys are playing more shows, like more like in the Albuquerque, Phoenix area. So the shows that you played, you guys started to expand more and more. Once I guess once the shows like start opening back up, are you guys going to try to like expand even more to like the surrounding states, like California, Texas? Um, so, so we actually played a few in California. Um, I think um, I don't know if we were trying to plan a tour sometime, but um, yeah, I think that was like in talks, like before the pandemic kind of happened. Yeah, we were kind of we were kind of uh, throwing the idea around to Graves of the Monuments and another one of our. Uh, Another one of the bands that I'm friends with out in uh, Texas, uh, they're called Navajo. Cool. <laughs> um, they're uh, ironically, none of them are Navajo. And I kind of became friends with them by, uh, I posted a meme on there. It was like the, um, the dude from uh, Mean Girls with the, with the hoodie on. Uh, I posted that on their page and it was a meme that was like, uh, they're, not even, they're not even native. And then um, they, they kind of, uh, they, they kind of shot the shit around that. And then, you know, they're, they're cool guys. When I was in Texas, uh, the most recent time I was in Texas, I sat in on one of their practices and we just hung out. So, um, you know, they're, they're definitely down to tour and they're a little bit more of a bigger band in Texas. So, you know, it's, it's something that we're, we're, you know, it's definitely something we want to do. It's just a matter of timing it right. Yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, you guys have been a band for like I guess eight years, nine, eight, I guess ten years now, right? Since two thousand. Um. So so like uh, we, we kind of um, based it off of twenty thirteen. Just because okay. um, that's when we had like a full full lineup. Okay. Uh, but I, I, it, I counted it, off at twenty fifteen because of twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen. We we're kind of just trying to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, we're kind of just a jam band at that point, but 2015 is kind of when we got a little bit more. We uh, kind of sunk our roots we, into it. Yeah, we actually put out the uh, self-imposed exile and um, got a little bit bigger shows. And um, but yeah, no, um, we started. Me and Morgan started it like around middle school in like um, 20, 2010, I think. But then um, I think I said 2011 earlier, but um, I, I realized that's like when I was in high school, but I, we were just barely leaving middle school when we like, started playing together. But yeah, um, officially, I think it's like 2013, just because that's when we had the full lineup. Yeah. Yeah. How do you guys like keep motivating yourself to, to you know, to make more music? Because um, you guys had a lot of, uh, of your original members uh uh, you know, leave for whatever, you know, personal reasons, but you know, you guys you are still keeping the band together, but how do you guys like, what motivates you guys to keep the band together? So, so for me, um, I, I think every now and then I'll like kind of get in a, like a little bit of a rut and, um, I think the shows really help. So every time we play a show, I kind of like get more motivation back plus that and, when I write music, I like to write stuff that I would listen to over and over and over and over again. So, um, um, so I don't get tired of it. Um, and yeah, just like mostly, um, the crowd, um, the fans and everything, uh, is kind of what keeps, keeps me going with that. Um, especially like the energy and a lot of the shows whenever I'm like starting to feel like, uh, should I like just quit? Because yeah, it has been like about 10 years for me. Yeah. About 10 years for me. So, um, yeah, I think mostly the shows is what keeps me going on that. Yeah, I think for, for me on my end, it's just, um, uh, doing something that I enjoy. Like I definitely enjoy kind of the business side of everything. That's kind of what keeps me kicking. Um, but then also just, you know, seeing what, what the guys come up with. And I don't think having, you know, members come in and out is necessarily a bad thing. It's, you know, it's always nice to incorporate somebody new and see what they have to offer and see what their creative process is like. So that way, um, you know, it's, it just adds kind of something fresh to what we've been doing or, you know, the, the sound that we're already kind of trying to, that we've already kind of cultivated. For Malcolm and Trevor, how do you guys like, how do you guys, uh, you know, keep motivated to, you know, be part of the band and just, you know, being a musician in general well for me uh trevor um that keeps me motivated is i really love the uh the music making of it the music process i just love hearing the ideas flow around because whenever we go do our little jam sessions um 
like for example uh, we have uh, a couple of new songs from Ireland and Vermeil that have their own songs that they came out with and us co uh, collaborating and just putting our input and oh yeah I think this would be better or I think a solo or something should go here just it's really exciting and motivating and just uh, I guess it goes back to uh, I really love the music I just love music and listening to it and hearing new bands and just hearing new it motivates me to just go ahead and record something that I can just hear in my head or hear at the time when I'm listening to and like for example that um that new song uh Covalence, I wrote and I, I was really into well I still am but I was really into black metal at the time so there's a lot of tremolo picking and uh, I just wanted to go for something a little dark eerie and yeah I showed Franklin and yeah, he really liked it, and so we went from there. And but other than that, yeah, this is the music process for me is the the motivating part of it. Just hearing new ideas. Yeah, uh, for me, Malcolm, uh, really the motivation to stay with the guys. Um, and I don't really have plans on leaving them. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but, but you know, they're really cool. I'm really cool. All of them, you know, they really. Uh, you know, we all kind of came from all the back. It's really, I think, um, to have, you know, a new perspective on, you know, different styles of music. Uh, you know, the process of them writing, uh, I really admire, especially, you know, the end result. Um, and of course the shows, you know, um, the personal good shows, uh, especially early on when I first started, you know, we, we really got the, uh, um, you know, live show performances down and, you know, doing, we were turning into really food like and, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a great experience with them. So, yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of my motivation to be to the now. And, you know, of course, I'm really, uh, excited to see where, you know, the, the new stuff goes, um, you know, especially with playing shows again, so I'm not really looking forward to all of that. All right. So, Malcolm, you played with uh, Born of Winter and Ethnic Degeneration. Um, are you still involved with those bands? Yeah, Born of Winter is actually the band that me and my brother started, so that was like my first, uh, I guess you could say that's like my official band that I'm affiliated with. Station, I joined. Oh, shoot, I can't remember. Um, but they needed a drummer, and you know, I kind of already knew some of their songs in time. So uh, I jumped on with them, and then uh, Under Exile was the third band I joined. And then um, Graves of the Monuments, so I actually um, kind of filled in, but you know, I'm more or less the, uh, the live drummer for them now. Wow. Uh, you're like the who's who of uh, the Navajo Res Metal. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys played a show Friday night, right? Uh, Born of Winter? Yeah, we did. Yeah. At an Albuquerque at the launch pad. Yeah, how was that? Uh, it was really easy to really good turn out. Um, there were three, but uh, everything's been lately. Um, you know, you kind of end the way through. It was really good. You know, the crowd was really responsive. I think it was the end of promoter even told me, he's like, yeah, just felt like everybody needs to get out there. Um, like all that built up uh, energy or whatever that they, they haven't had in a while. So, yeah, it was fun that night. Yeah. Any new, uh, like, material or album for Born of Winter? Or? We're working on now. Uh, we we kind of have our, our thing set for um, it was really kind of hard for us to get together now. Um, you know, all of us are working, you know, we pretty much have family. And, you know, it's really hard for us to get together and start writing. But the new songs that we do have, you know, those are really, I think they're really great. And, you know, kind of anxious to get them out there. We're just, we're just hoping to record them before we actually start playing them. And then, uh, for the band uh, Under Exile in general, do you guys like got any uh, live shows uh, planned for anytime soon? I guess that'd be for Franklin since you do a lot of the the promoting for the band. The 
booking. <laughs> booking, sorry, booking. Yeah. Agent. No. Um, right now we don't. Um, we're kind of. I'm kind of wanting to get some of the new materials solidified and kind of have a rollout plan for all of that. Um, because we've been playing the make your piece with it material for, you know, two and a half, three years at this point. Um, and you know, it's, it's, I, I feel like we need to get some new material out before we think about playing shows. I mean, we might, um, you know, we might throw a couple in there just to go ahead and get that motivation back. Um, and to kind of, uh, you know, just get back, you know, just get back into it. Cause I think the shows are definitely our strong point. Um, or it's definitely one of the things that we enjoy most about everything. Um, so it's, you know, it's, we, we definitely want to get on some of the, uh, some of the stuff that's coming up, up um, here in Albuquerque. Um, and then some of the stuff that's going on probably in Phoenix. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm still in the process of writing lyrics and everything for the new stuff. And we're all, I'm, we're kind of wanting to, um, you know, push what we've been doing or I, I'm wanting to push what I've been doing. So I've been practicing a lot of the um, clean vocal singing type stuff to incorporate in some of the, uh, um, incorporating some of the new material. Yeah. Convalescence, uh, it just sounds super fast. And yeah, I can definitely hear that black metal uh, riffing, which is pretty cool, but going to like, is that kind of like the direction the band's kind of headed or is it just kind of like, like, um, so, so, so for that, usually, um, um, whenever I write stuff, I don't like to write similar songs. I mean, some of them probably sound a little similar, but, um, I like to write songs that, um, don't sound the same. So I don't, I guess the way of saying is I don't like to pigeonhole myself whenever I write stuff. So, um, some, some will be like heavier, some will be like more thrashy, some will be like a little more progressive and, um, yeah, that's, um, I think we're going to do like a few of those that are a little heavy and some of them will be like, uh, I think there's one of the songs that I've been writing for a few years. Um, that one actually has like piano and, um, like, um, that was, that was actually one of the ones I wrote some, uh, clean singing for, for Franklin to do. And, um, um, I think another one that Ramil's doing, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, um, not wait. yeah i don't know how to explain it so i'll just i'll just leave that um for like another time but um anyways yeah i, I just uh, like to have variety in like our music and everything so it's not always going to be like a thrash album or like a metalcore album or um deathcore album or anything it's just try to experiment with other sounds and like you know just um because we're fans of every type of music basically so we like to play every type of music yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of like make your peace with it was like how you know we have some songs that have breakdowns in them and some of them that are a lot more riff driven and we have a song that's has the acoustic guitar in it and that kind of thing. Um, you know, just just different uh, different flavors throughout the whole album, or different, diff, you know, just different uh, different types of songs. Yeah, nice. And then on, on my end, I like to write uh, um, a little, you know, lyrics that are a little bit more, um, I guess, where the meaning is a little bit more buried and kind of like poetic type stuff, um, like Make Your Peace With It is supposed to be a concept album um, so that, you know, if you listen to the album and read the lyrics from the first, uh, first song to the last song, it kind of tells like a loose, you know, a loose kind of story or um, idea, so... I'm, I'm a big fan of that kind of, uh, that kind of lyric writing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I looked up some articles on under exile before I set this up, but I think Farmington did an article on under exile, the daily times. And I remember they mentioned that the lyrically about, you know, overcoming like personal obstacles also, especially for people who don't necessarily try to get out of a, you know, out of a situation where they're helpless. So uh, I think it's cool. Yeah. And then I've been following the lyrics that you sent me. So yeah, it's, it's really cool. And I really like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah okay. With convalescence, the lyrics on that one, um, that's kind of a little bit more personal to me. Um, 
and I guess they can get a little bit more personal to a lot of the guys, you know, all, all the guys in the band because we, uh, that we, I wrote that one after we lost our uh, most recent bass player, Desmond, he, uh, passed away kind of, you know, out, you know, a couple months after he joined us and, um, you know, that, that song convalescence, convalescence just means, you know, recovery or, you know, um, healing from a, something like that. So, um, and then on my end, I had a little bit of a run in with, um, addiction, substance abuse. So, um, you know, got treatment for that, helped myself in that sense. And, um, you know, wrote, wrote the lyrics for that song. I made a list of questions and I think everyone, you guys all covered it, but one, one thing before is, um, uh, what kind of, what bands should uh, everyone check out either local or, or, you know, more, I guess, bigger bands, what kind of bands should people check out or not even bands like music musicians in general? Hold up. I gotta, I gotta reference my Spotify. Uh, on the local level, definitely. I think everybody, you know, everybody needs to keep uh, Graves of the Monuments on their radar. They just recently dropped a, um, the recent album Storyteller, which is a pretty, pretty good listen. Graves of the Monuments, uh, Ocean Harvest, uh, Celestial Exile is another band that I've been listening to um, or that I've listened to um, on the, uh, you know, on the, on the national front. Um I've, I've been listening to a lot of slaughter to prevail and more kind of hardcore deathcore stuff. Um, body snatcher, Tala, Attila. I think for, for me, like, before we started the band, um, one of the bands that actually got me uh, excited to like play live shows and actually start a band was, um, I don't know if they're still doing music. I, I'm pretty sure they are. Cause I'm friends with the, the drummer on Facebook. Um, I see them like uh, post every now and then, but um it was uh, in my distress was one of them but uh, they had like really really good stage presence and i really like the music um but yeah um that's one of the local bands that i really thought was like you know, really cool and inspired me to actually like start forming a band um i think they came back recently like um because they uh kind of um went away for a little bit and then they came back and we played a few shows with them um but yeah that's one of the local ones that i would say to, to check out uh for me uh for the local level uh go check out my uh mutilated tyrants they're a black metal native american band i think in arizona somewhere in arizona yeah i never i really enjoy listening to their music but on the national level uh what i've been listening to a lot is uh woods of ypre from uh canada yeah, they're pretty melodic and they have some good vocals, some good cleans. And yeah, that's what I've been listening to these past. And then for metal related, check out uh, Stylosis. They're going to be coming out with a new album. They just put out a single and yeah, they've been they've been killing it. Uh, for me, uh, local level, I probably have to plug my bands in, but um, yeah, check out <laughs> Board of Winters. Uh, and Graves of the Monuments, of course. You know, I've been... You know, when they dropped um, Storyteller, um, you know, I already knew I was going to have to learn those songs, so uh, I'm probably responsible for maybe a third or even a half of their plays on Spotify. Um, so I'm still, I'm still learning um, a lot of the songs from there. Um, uh, let's see who else. Uh, um, check out Heart Museum. They're, they're really cool guys. Um, you know, we played with them a couple times, and, you know, it was really fun and exciting. Uh, playlist. Um, well, if you want to check it out, you know, there's a lot to do. Um, national level, man, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, but more recently, I've been re listening to a lot of, um, like, Gay Seeker. Um, one of the Cyrus is coming out with a new album soon, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. They're, like, one of my, my all time favorite live bands and stuff, so I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing what they they're going to put out. Um, and another band that I've been really listening to is um, uh, Atushka. Um, you know, they're, they're black. What is that? Black band. So, um, and I, I guess that's a, a lot of what I've been uh, trying to incorporate into like the new Born of material. Um, you know, I don't want to say that we're going like black or whatever, but uh, me and my brother, you know, we, we're kind of uh, responsible for like the direction of the band and where it's going. So um, that's kind of where 
um, we're, we're kind of like experimenting with um, because, you know, the oldest level was more uh, a collective effort between um, my brother and my other guitarist. Um, and then, like, the newer stuff is more of, you know, the same, but, you know, me added and uh, our vocalist, Irv. So, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. Uh, the band I always talk about is this band, um, Six Million Dead. They're from, uh, I think, the Gila River Reservation in the Phoenix area. Like, I don't know. I just I just think they're really cool and under, under I guess, underrated. I don't really see them play shows outside of the Phoenix area, but they're cool. They're a native band. They, uh, it's more like black metal, death metal, kind of like incantation or... Um, there's this band from Canada called Weapon. They remind me of that band a lot. So, yeah, definitely check out Six Million Dead. They're they're cool. And um, yeah, we've actually played a show with them a while back. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, we played a show with them in Simley, um back when we were all the creeping puppets. Um, this was Born of Winter, um, and they were really cool. I mean, uh, this is when we started showing off like our original material on top of like our cover stuff. And um, one of the songs, early songs we had written, um, kind of had a little bit of blasting and it was really like into blasting. So, um, like my blasting was like really sloppy. And uh, I remember the guy came up to me and he's like, oh man, that's all about the blasting. And he wrote some more songs with blasting. And he's like, blasting, nothing. <laughs> I think he was really cool. And yeah, I was still cool hanging out with those. And they're really tight too. So, um, you know, anytime. I get to see them, you know, I'll check them out. And, and then, you know, the, the bass player too, uh, Ruben, he, he plays with um, Graves of the Monuments a couple of live shows too, so he's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I think the last live show I saw was uh, last summer. It was um, Six Million Dead and um, a couple other local bands in Phoenix. They played at a, like at a bar in Glendale and I really enjoyed them. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely uh, will get this edited for for everyone, and hopefully it'll by tomorrow. I'm I'm not working tomorrow, so we'll um, have this ready and have everyone you know check it out. That was my talk with Under Exile. Check out their music on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Yeah, check out that music video for "Make Your Peace with It" on YouTube. Thanks again to the members of uh, Under Exile. Give them a follow on social media like Facebook and Instagram. Also, a special thanks to Franklin Yazi for showing me some uh, post-production tips. All right, now I'm going to play their newest song called Convalescence. Check it out.